Hello, and welcome to Loving Kindness. I'm Macy Mostyn, and you're listening to episode 13, Whatsoever Things. Today I'm going to talk about cultivating a beautiful mind and getting your mind on whatsoever things. Philippians 4, 4-9 says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, Rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the God of peace, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. So I know it's a little King James, but (laughs) I love to think of lovely and pure and honest things as whatsoever things. It's kind of a little catchphrase I've made with myself of when I feel tempted to dwell on the negativity that's on the news and the reality of life, I tell myself, we're going to think about whatsoever things today. (laughs) We're going to get our minds off of all this nastiness and think about whatsoever things. And I'm going to read that again. What are whatsoever things? They're found in Philippians 4.8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Nothing takes years off your life and puts wrinkles on your face quite like negative thinking and worry and doubt and fear and anxiety. And I know it's difficult with everything that's going on, but put your mind on whatsoever things. Whatsoever things are honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy. Fostering those pure and lovely thoughts, it's not only an inside job, but an outside one as well. If we want to have a pure mind that is thinking on just and honest and true things, we've got to filter out certain things. We have to filter out what we allow into our minds because it will influence us. We have to filter what we consume in media. That means staying off of doomandgloom.com. <laughs> and with the news, it's okay to stay informed, but try not to become overwhelmed or fearful because of what you see going on. What I try to do is pray about what I see on the news, like the situation in Afghanistan. That was horrible. And I uh, cried and cried and cried about that. But I tried to turn my depression into intercession. Instead of living in a state of worry and fear and anger and letting that consume me, I try to turn that into praying for the lost, praying for this dying world that is just in chaos right now. There's really nothing inside of my control over that, but I can control how I think about these things. I can control when and how much of the media I consume, and I can take those things to prayer and say, God, you're in control of everything. Please deal with this. Please make the situation better. I think sometimes God does put heavy things on our hearts so that we can pray about it, not necessarily 
get worked up and froth up all that anger and emotion just to let it sit and fester in us, but to take it to God and to let him do what he wants to do with it. We also need to filter out worldliness with social media and the entertainment we consume. And social media also falls under negativity. So every once in a while, just go through your list of friends, your list of people and accounts that you follow and just unfollow. If someone used to be enjoyable to follow, but now they're really nasty or foul or they're posting weird stuff, you can unfollow them and you can even stay friends with them and mute what they post. But in your own little social media world, you have to do what's best for you and filter out things that are bringing you down and causing you to think negatively. And we need to filter out worldliness in social media and worldliness in entertainment. Romans 16, 17 through 20 says, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. So I want to zero in on that. I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. We should have a complex and rich understanding of what's good and be kind of simple and ignorant concerning evil. That means I shouldn't be engrossed in a serial killer documentary or watching shows that have a bunch of murder and mayhem and violence. It's kind of just human nature to be curious about those things. But if I want to have a beautiful mind, I can't have those horrible things in my mind. I can't be consuming horror movies and murder mysteries and all these things and expect my mind to be a beautiful place. And I know I just struck a nerve there for people who watch murder to relax. Um, But hear me out. I had an experience that made me realize something about myself. And you can take it or leave it, but I hope this helps you. Um, A few years ago, when I was 20, I worked at Panera Bread. I worked there for three years. And I would work until 11 o'clock at night, sometimes later, because we closed later during the summer and people would stay there late. So... I get home at midnight sometimes, and I couldn't just go straight to sleep. I had to wind myself down and relax, so I would watch TV shows, and I had Netflix, and I would watch different shows. My favorite shows were Psych and Friends and Gilmore Girls and a whole bunch of shows. I just lost track. I would watch episode after episode and stay up late into the night watching these shows. I would do this every single night after work. I was sitting by myself after work one day and I wasn't watching anything. I wasn't really doing anything. And I just suddenly burst into tears and I was just sobbing for seemingly no reason. But I realized that I had been holding in all kinds of emotions going on because I was really frustrated. There were some people at my work who were being really rude to me. I was really stressed out. I was stressed with school. I was stressed with family things. I was just really stressed out. And I realized that just taking away that numbing effect of TV shows made me actually feel what I was going through for the first time in a really long time. And I realized that I was turning to TV for comfort 
to kind of escape from my life and escape from things that needed to be dealt with. And that's really not a good thing. It's not a healthy thing to just stuff everything down and put a big TV band-aid on it. I am not completely Amish these days, but I don't even watch any of those TV shows. And I've tried to watch a couple of those TV shows and I just cannot get through it because there's just so much sin. There's so much sin there for you to laugh at and be entertained by. And I just can't do it anymore because God has taken me a long, long way. And I just really don't enjoy worldly TV shows or movies or worldly music. And I might watch a clean Hallmark movie every once in a while. And it's taken me a long, long time to get from, you know, that TV junkie to where I am today. But it's all been by the conviction of the Holy Ghost. No one beat me over the head with a Bible. No one told me to stop watching those shows. God's just slowly weeded things out of my life. And recently I watched a romantic comedy and some of it was a bit off color. It wasn't like horrible, but it wasn't something I could sit there and watch with Jesus by my side if he was there in the flesh with me. And later I felt really bad about it. So I'm not here to tell you that I'm perfect in this area and I'm just oh so holy in everything that I consume because I'm not. Sometimes I slip up, but I will tell you that the more you develop a taste for the things of God, the less palatable the world is. And when I meet people, they ask me what my favorite TV show, they ask me what my favorite music is, and they're just kind of like really puzzled when they hear that I mostly listen to worship music and I don't really like movies and TV that much. And that's okay because I've had to learn to protect my own mind from evil. We also need to filter out sexual impurity. I know this is very awkward to talk about, but it's an area that's very easy to let things slide. And if you're struggling in this area, especially as a single person, you are totally normal. I'm not saying it's right or it's okay, but it is normal to struggle with these things. But a whole lot of the struggle can be reduced if we filter out impure images, videos, and stories. Not just, you know, the really, really bad things, but also just different TV shows and movies that glorify immorality. A lot of the TV shows we watch are full of impure scenes and jokes, and it's the same with social media with Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. If all of those things are just full of half-naked people, people who are not dressed modestly, you know, all this workout inspiration with the opposite sex there for you to look at, like eye candy, you need to clean that up because that is not going to help your struggle. That is going to just add fire to the flames. And so clean up who and what you're following and you'll find that the struggle you're living in will be reduced. And we should also replace immoral and perverse representations of sexuality with true, pure, lovely, and godly ones. Let the Bible and godly resources and influence shape your view of sexuality. I strongly recommend um, a podcast and an Instagram and a website called Daring Married Couple. They're an apostolic couple. They're Christian counselors, and they have so many good resources if you're a young married person, but also single or dating. It's good to have a godly apostolic influence in your ear with those things, because you're going to be thinking about it anyway you should have godly influences with something so important. We also need to filter out gossip. 
Proverbs 26.22 in the Amplified Version says, The words of a whisperer, gossip, are like dainty morsels to be greedily eaten. They go down into the innermost chambers of the body to be remembered and mused upon. We have got to filter gossip out because we need to keep our minds on a good report. Not just a true report, but a good report. And that means filtering out all the nasty gossip, whether it comes from a friend or a magazine or a YouTube channel. We don't need those little delicacies of who did what with who in our system. We need to cut that off at the source. And that means spending less time with people or cutting conversations short that tend to go to gossiping and talking about people badly. Let's keep our minds on good things and our conversations as well. 1 John 2, 15 through 17 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. We can't be so in love with this world. We have to get our minds on God and on godly things. Another way we can help our minds be a more beautiful place to inhabit is to change our physical environment and literally clean up our houses. When our houses are cluttered and I am looking around my room right now and it is very cluttered. And when my room is like that, I have a cluttered mind. I cannot think straight. I'm not happy, not a happy person. But when I clean up my room and things are put away, it's like I'm a totally different person. I feel totally different and I feel so much better. And so keeping things neat and clean just really boosts your mood and helps your mind to stay focused and clear. In addition to having a clean house, it's good to have beautiful things in your home that uplift you. I have a lot of floral, pink, pretty, feminine things in my room that just make me happy. I know that you know, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy things that lift up your mood and your spirit. I have a really pretty rug that has flowers on it. I have a beautiful furniture set that we got for free on Facebook Marketplace, and it's just so lovely. And I just love being surrounded by lovely things. It just helps my mood so much. There's a book that my mom got me called Living a Beautiful Life. It's by an author named Alexandra Stoddard. And she talks about how having an everyday oasis can make such a difference in your life. Just taking simple things like paying your bills. She described this lady who would put on a nice outfit and she had a specific desk set up with you know, a nice pen and took a really boring chore and turned it into something that's a lovely ritual. You can take your morning coffee and make it a beautiful experience. Um, the other day, I had some extra time in the morning. And so instead of putting my coffee in a paper cup or a to-go cup, I put it in a cute little cup and saucer and I sat down at the table. I made myself an English muffin and it just turned into this beautiful experience. I felt like I was living in a magazine. <laughs> And it just added so much to my morning. It elevated that experience so much. And we can just really make our lives so much better in little ways like that. And that's more about living than thinking. But making your own environment 
a beautiful place can really help your mind, whether that's with plants or fresh cut flowers or just nice little trinkets in your space that make you feel better. You have so little control over everything in the world, but you have all the control over your own little world. And so you can make that a more beautiful place. And thinking about things that are lovely, if you are finding yourself in a downward slump of thinking, just think about rainbows and sunsets and roses and puppies, flowers, green rolling hills, oceans, mountains, birds singing, raindrops and roses and whiskers on kittens. (laughs) Think about your favorite things and you won't feel so bad. Just like Julie Andrews said, she was right. God has created a wonderful world with so many things for us to enjoy, but truly the most beautiful, honest, just, pure, lovely of good report, virtuous and praiseworthy things are found in the word of God and the presence of God. They're found in friendship and intimacy and just walking through life with God. Psalm 119 has so many verses about meditating and loving God's word and 119 verses 15 through 16, it says, I will meditate in thy precepts. I have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Psalm 119, 47 through 48. And I will delight myself in thy commandments, which I have loved. My hands also will I lift up unto thy commandments, which I have loved, and I will meditate in thy statutes. Psalm 119, 97. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Psalm 119, 103. How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. We need to love God's word like that. My dad bought a vintage copy of Better Homes and Gardens. It was from May 1930, and there was an article in there of an interview with Helen Keller. And she said something which stuck out to me and brought tears to my eyes. It was just so lovely. She said, my Bible is always within reach of my hand. It is my ever-increasing fountain of sun and courage. I read it so much. And that was just a lovely way to think of God's word, an ever-increasing fountain of sun and courage. That's how we will begin to feel about God's word if we just love it more and read it more. In Psalm 16, 11, it says, Thou wilt show me the path of life, and thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. If we focus our attention too much, even on the beautiful things of this earth, they can become idols. So our affections need to be first and foremost on things above. Colossians 3, 1 through 4 says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth, for ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. And I can tell you from personal experience, when you are feeding on carnality and you have not picked up your Bible in a long time, it's kind of hard to get into that groove and to really think of God's word as delightful. But if you'll just cut back on the carnal things and fill up more on the godly things, just force yourself to pick up the Bible, 
force yourself to listen to worship music and spend time praising and worshiping God, you will find that it is so encouraging, so beautiful, so delightful, and it will change your mind. It will mold and shape your mind. Psalm 1914 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. That's something that we should pray over ourselves every single day because our minds can wander to some really strange places. But ask God to be a fence around your mind and allow the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart to be acceptable in his sight. We can also pray Psalm 51.10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Romans 12.2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What will renew our minds is the word of God. Thinking about his word, thinking about the beauty of his creation and spending time with God, spending time in friendship and intimacy with God. We can renew our minds by consuming less of this world and more of God's word. It should be our meditation day and night. Can God clean up your mind and deliver you from impure or anxious or negative thinking? Absolutely, I know he can because he's done it for me. He's done it time and again when I have gotten gunk and junk in my mind, or I've had anxious thoughts, God has really taken control of that for me and cleaned up my mind. But I have got to make the choice myself to discipline my mind and keep it on the word of God and keep it on whatsoever things are lovely and honest and pure and of a good report. I'm going to read Philippians 4, 8 again. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Think about all the lovely things that God has done in your life. Think about things that are of good report and praiseworthy and virtuous. Think about whatsoever things are lovely. You can do this in practical ways. You can read God's word and meditate on it. You can get a Pinterest board and put on whatsoever things, put beautiful flowers and different things that just fill your heart with joy. I know that it's a chaotic world and there's so much out of control, but let's take control of our minds and get our minds on whatsoever things. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Let's take captive all the negative and evil thoughts that come into our minds. Let's take those captive and let's get our minds on whatsoever things. Thank you, Jesus, for my friend who's listening. I pray that you would help our minds right now. Let our thoughts and the meditation of our hearts be on you continually. Let it be pleasing to you. Please get our minds on whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report. There be virtue and if there be any praise, help us to think on those things. Please renew our minds and help us 
to think on you and think on your word and think about all the lovely things that you've created for us to enjoy. Bless us today and help us to keep our minds on you. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. If you enjoyed it, share it with your friends, share it on social media, and have a wonderful day.